This is Boat Crew RPG with The Learning Curve. All right, everyone, welcome back to hopefully the uh, exciting climax of this particular session. Where we last left off, our heroes went around the docks, saving people, fighting the anthill, and now they're going to investigate a ship that the anthill has been trying to get for some reason. So the three of you, I'll say, you, you just magically will climb up the side of the ship one way or the other, and you sort of come to like a... <clears throat> the ship, it's at a slight angle, so it's... Like, the side you climb up, it's like partly... uh Like, tilted, it's tilted away from you, so you, basically all of you are slightly uphill as you walk up it, and everything is... Like, the windows are slightly... Like, you could almost... Like, if it was... Tilted more, you could probably stand like the walls, but it's not that tilted yet. And the oil still continues to just leak out into the onto the dock and into the water. Luckily, right now, there's no fire near you for the moment. So all three of you like hop the railing and are on the sh- on the deck of the ship. All right, Alchemy is gonna look around the deck, see what's going on. If this is like one of those silly luxury passenger kind of boats with a bunch of cabins and pools and deck chairs, or if this is something a little more calm and sedate, and there's just, you know, the superstructure for the crew, and then some ways down below into where the people were hanging out under a better circumstance. Or even uh, a car ferry, which would be a, kind of a funny twist. Yeah, no, the, uh, uh, you, you, you can't see anything, like, the, you do see, like, the, there wasn't a pool, but there were a few, like, deck chairs out there and you think you might you see see like a few like a little cart with like some like sporting equipments like shuffleboard basketballs little stuff like that like lying on the side near you but you don't see like too many uh it it was like a somewhat it's looking like a passenger ship but it wasn't fully like fully luxury passenger ship all right Uh, alicia actually will grab one of those shuffleboard sticks just in case (laughs) And head for the nearest door to the ship right. proper, keeping her eyes about her and wave everyone forward. She's going to say, once we get inside, start looking for those fire escape maps. It'll tell us our way around and maybe it will give us some kind of a clue as to where we're going to find my brother. Because I got a feeling with all the attention on this boat. He couldn't be that far away from it. All right. So you guys squeak open the middle door and your heads start hitting inside. It's surprisingly quiet inside. Like you definitely you hear movement, but it's distant. Is there one of those nice fire escape maps flying around? All right. Alicia's definitely going to look at it before moving on. If nothing else, it'll be a pain to find the staircases otherwise. All right. Is there anything you can tell me from this? You are the red dot. Follow the yellow line or something. Yes, I will say that. Uh, you do see, like, you know, uh, the sign clearly says, okay, so in case of emergencies, go here, here, and here. And with what you managed to uh, sort of cipher from the uh, map, you notice that there, if, like, in a case of emergency like this, the passengers would go to uh, this area here, like, to, to an area marked on the map. And you, it's it's not too far, but you definitely tell like 
you don't know if people are there or it's not. It's like the ship seems oddly quiet for the number of people. That's the the ship says should, could like it has a ship. The fire map says it has a max occupancy thing, and it says like you know several a couple hundred people, and you don't notice the sounds of the, that many people walking around. So you think they might all be holed up in this like safe room. All right, let's check for survivors first. Anything exciting will probably happen on the way. Probably. I mean, I'll keep my ears. And he and they, Katroni, flips their ears forward and then backwards and in in little circles, basically. Um, open. That's enough to make Alchemy smile. Katroni always does the coolest, cutest ear tricks. All right, so the three of you continue down into the bow of the ship. And again, it's... Seems it's all so quiet. You you're honestly confused as to why it's so quiet. And then once I'll say, I'm gonna make a roll for it. I feel like there's something you need to know. You wouldn't notice. Okay, we, I won't make a roll for this. I will say after a certain point, you get closer and you realize you can't hear anything. Like you can't hear the sound of your footsteps. You can't hear the sound of your own breathing. It's just silent. Alchemy. You, you, Can Tony hear their own voice? No. I think Katroni starts slapping on Alchemy's arm, like, ah! Alchemy looks over at Katroni. Uh, her eyes go a little wide. She nods. And she holds a finger like she's got an idea. Hits the floor under their feet a couple times and tries to see if they can feel the vibration, even if they can't hear it. You can. She looks like, has one of those expressions on her face then, like, this is so curious in science, but I'm not sure how to explain it right now. And you definitely know this is way outside your brother's wheelhouse. He has he cannot he doesn't know how to make stuff like this. No, this is on this could be mom. Yeah. You think yeah. I, I like out of character for a second, I was worried that your brother might want to have or like Calvin might want to have this ship because his parents or some assets of the parents are here. Da. I think, yeah. oh my god, they can turn to the group chat. <laughs> so <laughs> they put Tony pulls out their phone. Phone Tony Katroni uh, pulls out their phone and just says, ah, I can't hear anything. Or types that out. Alchemy will just reaches for her phone, then reaches and looks at Tony's phone just pulls out her hand for a second. And if the Sony handed over. Doesn't Alchemy have their own phone? Yeah, but she can't really type very well with the gloves on. Fair. Okay. Katroni's uh, going to hand over the phone. Okay. Uh, but uh, you communicated that the whole side and they just be like, you know, Tony would like, up, you know, Tony like pointed out to your pockets. Then like the alchemy just gestured to like the gloves, the thick gloves in their hands. Tony would like, oh. Yeah. Alchemy will just like eh, eh, decide to Tony's phone for a couple times until the stylus pops out and then use that to be able to type and then type in engineer dot 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 mom. Jennifer. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Jennifer just kind of looks over the phone as Alchemy's typing, wondering why the hell we're not using our own phones, but okay. And, and then, then puts the she looks kind of surprised. She looks surprised at what, you know, Alchemy typed. And then kind of gives a weak thumbs up, but she kind of looks a little bit scared. Katroni um, looks a very interesting mix of both excited and very scared. 
is it vaguely logical to assume that alchemy would have a couple backup like the equivalent of face masks because of the stuff she has to work with on a regular even if they're not her full hazmaty things i'll say yeah she's gonna hand a mask to each of them okay and then point at the face and then make these little bug-like motions with her hands and then point at their faces really strongly I I don't think Catroni understands, but we'll put we'll put on the face mask anyway. Does Jennifer put on the mask? Yeah, very obediently. She goes, grabs it, puts it on, and kind of is looking around. The fact that she can't hear stuff makes her very uneasy. Alchemy will nod about that and then think for a couple of moments of how close they are to where the sound went out. Like is uh, it a, we could take a few steps back. Like, go up a staircase, make a quick radio call, and then come back down. Yeah. Alchemy's going to make a little walkie-talkie symbol with her hand and then point upwards and then walk back up the staircase very softly. And I'll say, once you reach the top of the stairs, you'll suddenly, like, you hear just like a, it's almost like a, and then sound, just like you hear sounds again. All right. Alchemy will put a finger to the ear radio because that is supposed to work with all this nonsense in costume on and say there's an acoustic dampener on the ship i suspect we're dealing with a high level technologist given that kelvin is here it might be the engineer we're going to investigate Look, no 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 if the engineers are involved do not engage i do not i repeat do not engage with the engineer unfortunately there was this mention of an acoustic dampener Alchemy said, which is going to be her excuse because literally she started walking back down as soon as she was done talking. (laughs) So you definitely hear that do not engage. And it just cuts off as you head back down to the silence. Alchemy's going to nod to both of them and make a this is going to be a mess kind of face and then press on. Uh, After looking to both, like, do you want. With a, do you really want to come with me? There's definitely worry on Catroni's face while they slowly nod and they type out, um, I know that better than anyone. Um, it's scary though. Wouldn't let you face it alone. Alchemy will just hug her after reading that or them or him, whichever it feels like at the moment. And first kind of try and look at the phone to see what's happening. Oh, Alchemy will point the screen towards Jennifer. Uh, she'll grab the phone and type, Are you sure it's the engineer? Can't be anybody else? Can we get backup? And she'll hand the phone back. She'll take the stylus out again. Radioed that I suspect engineer the request to not engage must have been messed up by the acoustics. She carefully doesn't hit send, shows them both the screen, and then presses the delete button. Got it. So Jennifer nods, uh, gives a thumbs up, grabs a phone and says, well, whatever the plan is, I'm in. Alchemy makes kind of like a sneaky motion as she hands the phone back to Tony and starts heading back towards that safe spot, knowing that it can't be safe for anybody. Okay. <clears throat> so the, you head down another flight of stairs, and this time... Actually, I'll, I'll say that you can see from the from the top of the stairs. You can see 
a member of the anthill, and but the back's towards you. And I'll say if let's say Tony can clearly, you know, like contort, contort themselves to get a better view, and Tony will see like a like a hallway packed with anthill, and looks like they're welding something. You see a very bright light. Trying, looks like they're trying to weld a door, but again, it's completely silent. I think Tony's just going to type that out and show it. Like, I would love for Tony to try and do that in em- emojis, but yeah. <laughs> um, Alchemy will hold up fingers and start counting on them, like one, two, three, four, five. Um, in that case, because how many people were there at the door? Uh, you couldn't. It was very. It's a very narrow hallway, so you couldn't get a quite accurate head count because it was very packed. So it was definitely Can like I get an estimate. Uh, ten. Okay, they, then, then like definitely Tony... like a, a hallway full. Gotcha. So what Catroni is going to uh, sign is the the kind of motion with the hand, so a little bit waving, like waving back and forth, and then ten, um, and a square, and then pushes down the square. Alchemy nods. Looks to Redeemer and says, push with her hands just like that. Like Tony had done, like thinking that Tony's meeting Redeemer just shoves everybody with gravity and sees what happens. I mean, not what Petroni meant, but that would be cool. (laughs) That's kind kind of what Alchemy Jennifer gets. (laughs) Alchemy's just like, well, maybe she just turns gravity sideways or something in the hallway. She looks at Kim's hands and it's like, okay, Uh, thinking to herself that she wants. The, what she, the message she's getting is to crush the people at the door with gravity. So, so, that, so that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, she's gonna try to crush them like an accordion. Uh, so that sounds like a directly engaged threat. Okay, let's see. I roll a ten. What is with the high rolls this session? What? You know what? The the dice hate you for once. <laughs> Let me have it. Well, they they all, want they, us to get into the boss they, fight they so things can go really already, sideways. They already hate me in Call of Cthulhu. I just didn't know they would, they would travel to other systems. They love you in Call of Cthulhu. What are you talking about? You go crazy before before we get to the first scene. Uh, also, in Eclipse Face, too, every, every, every sci-fi horror game, it's always just... Any Eldritch horror thing, it's just, you go crazy. You go this flavor crazy, that flavor crazy. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Um, don't forget shoes. how well don't forget how well the dice treated us in every single Scion game either. I'm gonna choose to create an opportunity for my allies and to frighten the opposition. Or not re- not no reso- resist or avoiding blows. Nah. Okay. So, mark a condition as you tr- as you crush them. However, uh, I will say that the motion of the uh, the, the action of crushing them sort of just moves the ship enough that you sort of, you you sort of knock, you, you sort of rattle the whole ship and you sort of like, you'll knock yourself against the side pretty hard. Hey, at least you didn't like explode the welding tank. Oh, don't worry. Don't I'll say that for later. ideas. <laughs> and so Sometimes I'll... we need the most dramatic possible thing to happen. And it's probably soon. And so, yeah, the, so the hallway, I'll say that it, you, 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 Make like a, you clear a section of the hallway as they sort of just like all suddenly just all crumble together and then just fall to the ground. So there's a small pile of 
uh, Antail members. However, there's still like about six still standing, and they all turn towards. They all like look in a different direction, and then they all like point at you. So and somehow they commun- like they all like one of them looks at you, then somehow all of them look at you, even though like again completely silent. All right, uh, alchemy is going to use this moment to toss some acid at them because if she was doing something that made a bigger boom, that could be bad with the gas tank. Okay, roll plus your roll to engage threat. Roll plus your danger. Ah, we knew it was going to happen sooner or later. I got a five. I'm going to take the collateral damage happening because that will keep me from resisting their blows and. We're in a hallway. It's gonna happen. So you're. So what? What do you? So what? What's the one you're taking? So you're doing the collateral damage and get to getting. Take doing the collateral damage lets me take one option even when nothing else okay. happens. Okay, so and what since I failed, since I failed, the option I'm taking is not getting hurt because okay. I feel like it's appropriate that I might not have stopped them, but I kind of messed up the room. Okay, so I'll say that you throw an acid grenade and you manage to. Uh, you managed to like clear a hole in the, you managed to like melt a hole in the ground and it, it, you managed to clear the hallway about a bit somewhat as like some of the unconscious members like fall through the hole and they clear up the hallway. How, and so as a result that you still one of them who had like a, some kind of like a, you know, sharp metal disc thrower pointing at you. They like their aim goes wildly as they like, as they're, they were trying to climb over the pile of unconscious members. So, like some you know, metal uh, discs, like bury themselves on the wall next to your head, but you're safe for now. Now, Tony, what are you doing? Um, can we? Like, I think Tony's going to rush rush into the hallway. All right. Um, so yeah, and so yeah, like some the hall, the, like, the hallway is mostly clear of unconscious members now, but they're like the 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 agile, like some of them are on the floor, some of them are on the ceiling with their cybernetics, some of them on the walls. Oh. Yeah, that's fine. I just want to know what is, like, what is the, like, what is it that they were trying to weld shut? You look at it, you think you're maybe trying to op- weld open this, the safety room. Uh, oh, that makes more sense to to burn down the welds that were already in place. Is also- there, like, very simply a name tag or something on the door? Yeah, you know, there's, there's very big signs, you know, in like, you know, hazard lighting saying safety room and stuff. And also, I'll say you get to see, like, with your special cat vision, you get to see, like, in, like, one of the, one of the, one, one of the Antel members and standing further back has, like, some kind of device strapped to their back. I think I'm going to take the device. Okay. So roll to engage the threat if you want to do that. You're not going to like me when I roll the twelve, meaning that I got the thirteen. Okay. What 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 are your two options? You can so I well, like you want to take something from them. That's one. That is, unless you say that my leg is still frozen, which gives me a minus one. Well, the, the, it's still a, like it's still a twelve. It's still twelve, but I mean it's different. It's it's good enough. It's still good enough. Okay. Um. So you well, can take something from them, and then what? One other thing. Yeah, I don't want to take any uh, any of their blows. Okay, so with that, I'll say you just charge straight through them, you know, ducking, diving, dodging all through all the way through the hallway, and you just sort of tackle the one at the end. And when he, and then like they fall down, 
onto the device, and when it, it breaks, and with all of a sudden, sound comes back. And at this moment, all of you know hear a very loud crashing sound coming from somewhere above you. Sounds like metal being torn apart. That's probably nothing. Mechanically, or just because of the weight of the ship, can we tell? So something is deliberately tearing its way through the metal. Oh, that's not good. Alicia's probably guessing totally wrong in this one moment, but she's actually thinking it's great because they said that they were going to send Sirius back up. So that's probably just their serious backup. It'll be fine. So, anyway, so it's Redeemer's turn again. As much as we have turns in this non-initiative game. So, Redeemer, you see the uh, the Antil members are sort of divided. There's about five left. There's still two. They're still like, you know, they're sort of cut between. There's Tony on one end and you two on the other. What are you doing? Oh man, I don't know. Uh, that sound like really rattled me. And unlike alchemy, I don't think that that's backup. Okay. I think that that's that's big time bad stuff. So as much as we have stuff going on here, I want to assess that situation. Okay. Uh, roll like a roll roll plus your superior. Not superior. Okay. I rolled an eight. Okay, so with that, you get to ask one question on the list. Mm-hmm. What here is the biggest threat? Uh, you definitely tell that the biggest threat is the thing currently crushing it, smashing its way into the uh, walls of the ship. Or okay. the layers of the ship, I should say. Um, I'm going to look at my companions, and I notice that, that Alchemy doesn't look bothered by the sound. And I'm going to like, basically just really aggressively tug on her arm and say, I don't think that I don't think that that sound is good. We have to evacuate. And as you say that, you remember, oh yeah, wait, there's still passengers in the ship if the hand was still trying to weld through the door. Crap. And add, we have to find a way to evacuate everyone out of here because whatever that was, it's coming in fast and we can't waste any more time with these henchmen. Knock them down the hole. Is there some sort of fire alarm we can pull? The ship is flagged for the hero, the more experienced heroes to come straight here, and everyone's already hiding. I don't know how we could raise the alarm any higher. I mean, if it, the the main response to fire on a ship would be to go on deck, so in case like then it is easier for the other superheroes to pick them up because everybody would be on the deck. And when you're talking about this, the uh. <laughs> The I'll I'll just say the ceiling. So they see like a layer of frost start forming on the ceiling, and then a mechanical hand just punches through the metal and starts like breaking apart the frozen pieces. Um, uh, we are visited by family, and in a big metal suit with you know like dripping coolant, you it you see Kelvin hop in. You can't really like you don't you can't see his face because it's like encased in armor, but you could about alchemy you could definitely tell it's us like a like a mech suit of Kelvin's design. Alchemy is it me or is this like very excessive? We've seen him go through many a fashion face, but as mom would say or as dad would say, oh lord help us. Well, look at this. It's a family reunion. And he didn't even bring a fruit cake. <laughs> 
Oh, damn it. Did we forget to bring in fruitcake? Is that bad? Like, will they, will they hate us for it? Is that a good thing if they hate us for it? Enough oh, with, uh, you hear like a, like a just, enough with your in, insane prattle. He brought a and friend, I, though. And, and Alchemy's going to try and provoke him into revealing more about his plan than he wants to. Okay, roll. Provoke, you're supposed to get a goal. And she's going to say... Oh, yeah, I forget, do you have any team left? I think you have one. We do and don't forget, one. don't forget that you get a minus two on provoking someone from being guilt for feeling guilty. But I have a plus one for having influence on him. Oh, and I was provoking with you, so that gives you the one team. Mm-hmm. And then I got another plus one for the superior. So technically, I net to plus one on the dice for this, and I'm basically going to try and you know. Babble on about him at this point of because I lost the exact cool phrase I thought I had. <laughs> now, at least we got a goal here. You're just walking around like a bull in a china shop with less brains than your average lobotomized ant. How do you lobotomize an ant? That'd be it. nine. I got nine. Okay, so with... at seven to nine, they get to either give me. I get to get one of those like little bonuses over them, like the influence authority there. So yeah, either they, you gain influence over them, you gain a critical opportunity, or you they stumble and you take a plus one against any action against them. To me, it sounds like you're trying to get a, a critical opportunity, like trying to get what the plan is. That sounds like most accurate to what you want. Oh yeah, I might even get a monologuing. Okay, and okay, so that's what you're going with. That, that's how I'm starting things off. Yeah. Okay. Oh, will you just shut up? Months of planning with working with these stupid cybers. We, we, mother, we have been planning this for weeks. Now, the city is in chaos. We finally have a chance to gas real power, and we are not going to let anyone else steal our opportunity. I don't care what that architect thinks he can do. This is our city. It's going to be our city forever. Your monologuing is horrible. You should take lessons from Saguaro, man. He knows what he's doing when he monologues. And at that point, you, you, so you like the, 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 the mech suit goes still and then it just like, it, it charges towards you, but the, the whole, it's too, too, it's too big for the hallway. So it, it's like sort of crushing the hallway towards you. And it's completely ignoring the anthill members in its path. That's fine. Alchemy achieved a mild goal in getting him to alienate his allies there. And she's going to engage this threat with some acid. Because you gotta melt the mech suit in a way roll that doesn't plus, have any... Roll to engage the threat. That would be a five. So you, you hit, hit right on with the acid and it just splashes off. Well, let's have some more collateral damage, which will be all that protects me from getting squished. So, yeah, so the it's so like, nice try, but I have taken precautions against every little ingredient you have on your belt. And then he, like, he, like, he tries to smash you, but it's like I said, it's too, the hallway's too narrow for his suit to really work through. So it kind of, like, it's great. It's, it, 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 it slowed down enough by, like, the, the walls to let you easily dodge it. All right, Alchemy's going to keep dancing a bit backwards then, at least with that, hoping everyone else is backing away as well, because they are wonderfully backing away from the safe room also, this means. 
All right, now Tony, you you are on the other end of the uh, hallway, which means uh, Kelvin's back is towards you. Oh, perfection! Or actually, per oh no, I cannot do a rolling R. I'm very sorry, but just imagine that with a rolling R. Um, yeah, let's attack that. Let's attack him. Let's attack him with claws and everything that I have. Right, rolls to engage to engage a threat. Has my leg defrosted? I'll say you, you managed to break it on, break the ice on the back of uh, the mech suit. Aw, okay. So that well, one you... still counts for this attack and then not for the rest? Yes. Okay, so then I have a nine. Just a nine? Just a nine. All right, so resist, avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity, impress, surprise, or frighten. I'm going to impress, surprise, or frighten. I'm going to take the left. You, you, you guys keep trying to impress, impress or frighten this guy. <laughs> I mean, there is not a active hurt. I could try and take the controls of the mech suit from him by cutting open the back of his mech suit, where there probably is a control panel, though. I will say, Let's you, do that one. I will, I will say, part, you, part I will say you'll, be, you'll be able to disable part of it. You won't be able to yeah. disable the whole thing. So take I'll something. disable part of the mech suit. Okay, so I'll say you hit through and you managed to like uh you managed to uh hit it and you to your surprise instead you managed to break off what looks like a flamethrower attachment and it sort of just falls limply to like one of the arms just falls limply to the side. However, it, as as a result, he immediately like just like he just elbows you backwards and it since it's a big metal suit and you it hits it basically brings you all the way to the wall and it hurts. Mark a condition, and uh, Tony, you're starting to feel a little bit under the weather. You've definitely been uh, bashed around today. Yeah, it's starting to get to his head a little bit, to their head. Um, they're starting to get a little bit more insecure. All right, so, in, and now, Helvin uh, uh, is going to basically point an arm at Alchemy, and a, tor- like a, 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 a freeze ray will shoot out at it. Redeemer. I will let you roll to defend if you want to, or you could roll to engage. What it, it's up to you. What you want to do? I definitely want to roll to defend. All right, or go for the door. What? Well, the door is now unguarded. The the, the thing that they were trying to open. Mm-hmm. Like Quinn is very easily is is trying to distract us with a big mech suit, but we were trying to figure out why Ant Hill was trying to get into that door. This is true, but you're also kind of beat up right now, and I don't want to take that risk. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Tiny cat, I just big mech to, suit. I just wanted to give you a little. I know bit he's. Extra I know he's evil. I know he's evil, but he's I can't let you die. Right um. Okay, so I'm gonna roll to defend. And I roll in an eleven. Oh come on! Come on, that's right. And I'm going to. You save them. You manage to save uh, alchemy, and I get to clear condition. Yes. So you're down to what one condition I'm down now? To one. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. That's right. I'm watching you. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I definitely have ideas. So I'll, I'll say like you manage like I guess you like a uh, like you put alchemy onto the ceiling and you, like you d- manage to like move them out of the way of the freeze ray, which gets the uh, just the uh, the staircase. And in the meantime, Kelvin sees this, looks at you, 
and this time you see something on the chest open up, and then it just shoots out towards you. I will say, take a powerful blow, which means roll plus your conditions part. For alchemy? For uh, Redeemer. Okay, so I'm rolling plus my, the number of my conditions? Yeah, so you want to, basically you want to fail this one. It, basically, anything below like a seven, it means that you, nothing happens to you. All right, here we go. If there's one to fucking fail. Oh, nope, I rolled exactly a seven, but plus my condition is an eight. So on a seven to nine, you choose one of these. You can lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence to mark a condition. Two, you give ground. Your opposition gains an opportunity. Three, you struggle past pain. Mark two conditions. Or four, you uh, have to receive medical attention at some point after the fight's over. I'll need medical attention. Okay. So I'll say you... Something like... You can't really tell what it is. It moves too fast, but like some kind of projectile shoots out from it and hits you right in the stomach, and you're bleeding a bit. Mark a condition. Damn you. Damn you. Back to two. That was short-lived. So yeah, you're definitely you're bleeding, but it's not serious now. But you're definitely like you are definitely going to need need some stitches after this. So uh, alchemy. You just saw your brother, you know, injure. Your teammate. What do you do? Uh, Alchemy's pretty pissed. She's going to try and shove one of her devices in that opening before it has a chance to close and assume it's a weak point in the armor. Okay. Roll to engage a threat. That would be a four. I'm going to just say collateral damage. And this time, I'm afraid I'm going to take my fourth condition, but I'm going to impress or frighten him by actually getting a device in there, even if it kind of Crushes my hand a bit doing so. And it's going to leave me angry, so I'm going to be slightly worse at this next time. <laughs> so I'll say you, okay, you managed to like wedge the, uh, grenade, the grenade into there, and I'll say instead of hand crushing it, like a bit of the acid splashes onto you. Like it, your suit definitely protects you from the worst of it, but still enough of it like gets onto you that it's not good. And at this point, you see Kelvin sort of realize, like, oh crap, he's like, you see him like, 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 take, you see, actually, I'll see, like, the asset gets enough. You see his face a bit. He's like, you manage to recognize, see his face, and he goes, oh, crap, I'm not doing the greatest, but I'm, like, it, it, he notices how much damage he's taking. And he's going to try to basically, like, back up and try to escape. Now, Tony, it is backing up. He, you can have it, you have an opportunity. You can't, suck, suck. Tony. He is going to back up, and he might accidentally crush you in this uh, with his bulk. What are you going to do? Mm. Um, crushing doesn't sound good, but getting so close that I could potentially uh, like dismantle another piece of uh, of his suit would be cool. Um, would that still fall under directly engaged? Yeah, as long as it's fighting him, you, threat? I would say a directly engaged threat. Yeah. Okay, let's do that one. Honestly, I, you say that everyone has been rolling super well, but for me, that is not really the case. I've only rolled once really, really well. So I'm going to take a second to change dice. Oh, that was a good thing that I did that. I rolled an 11. So that is a 12. So what do, what do you want to do? Well, I'd like to not take damage this time. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and I would also like to take something from him, namely the control of yet another part of his suit. 
Okay, I'll say this time you managed to get one of his legs. And this time he sees that you he, he points the uh the freeze ray again, but this time it's he points it down and he's gonna try to basically just he's looking like he's trying to like go like just rip his way all through the all the way to the bottom of the boat. So he he will do he will like basically freeze it and then just punch through the uh uh uh, the whole uh, punch of the, the 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 floor. He is currently retreating. However, it's very slow, and you could very easily catch up to him. Redeemer, what do you do? I mean, running's not my strong suit, especially since I'm bleeding. But can I directly engage to try to, you know, make him falter on his feet and fall, or at least run in place, so that others can catch up to him? So yeah, that that sounds like uh, it, yeah that if you that yeah. That would be like a great opportunity for your allies. Yeah. So roll to engage a threat. Okay. Oh, shit. Roll the six. So yeah, you try, you, 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 you like reach out with your powers and look and try to feel at him. But instead he, 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 his like suit like whips around and this again, like he throws something at you, but it, it's not as hot, not as fast as the whatever cut you. And it, like how it's, he's full of like a virus signature at you. It hits you That's and jerk. you. <laughs> So yeah, it hits you, and you definitely feel a lot worse. Mark a condition. Damn it. Okay. Now, Alchemy, he, your brother's getting away, and you know, all of you are all banged up. What do you do? Alchemy thinks that this is the moment she's going to have to do it. She's going to have to take a risk to do it, and she's going to drop as many devices as she thinks she can get, concussive force, everything around him to try and just reduce stuff to rubble about him instead of letting him go pass through it to immobilize the suit. So okay. unleashing the powers to pin him in place. Okay. Roll plus your uh I think that's freak. Yes, freak. Seven. Okay, with seven that means either mark a condition or uh I tell you how it's unstable or temporary. I only got one condition left. So it's unstable or temporary. It's unstable or temporary. So I'll say, since you don't really have your uh, foam grenades, that you, like I'll say you have enough taser grenades left that it's enough to sort of like cause the suit to malfunction. But it's you can definitely tell like it, it's only it's only like for a moment. Like it's very clearly gonna like be able to push past the uh, damage. However, I will say this will give whoever get, whoever next engages the threat will get a plus one. Which I think would be Tony. Yes, I think I would, like what I have been doing so far goes quite well. So I'd like to uh engage threat. Yeah, do that again. It's as boring as that sounds. I'd like to do that again, please. All right, roll plus your danger. So together with my bonus and the bonus that I get from this opportunity, I have an eight. Um, I would say it sounds like you want to, or this is avoid their blows for this one. I think. Yeah, I mean, I am on three. If I take much more, I can also not do it. I can also either no longer, well, I also get a penalty on unleashing my powers or engaging a threat. So I'm going to indeed not take any damage. Okay, so I'll say you you managed like basically pounce onto the uh, the back of the suit. And this, and since it's temporarily, uh, uh, it's since it's, so much damage has been done to it. You managed to just like claw through like the last 
like the servo on, so on the marrying arm. So it's basically just only has like one leg still functioning. And at this point, you, you know, Kelvin is face down on the floor. He's like, I surrender. I'm sorry. Can you say that a little louder? My ears are still adjusting from the, the silencing thingy. And at that point, there's a, uh, another wave of cold, of freezing. Like it's not aimed at you, but it's still like in the area. So the whole hallway gets cold as the freeze ray fires. Pony puffs up. Are we moving out of direct roles to being able to just finish disabling his suit because he said surrender? Yeah. Alicia's going to jump down after then, and she has the tech knowledge to undo the last couple plugs. So it's basically him stuck in a metal suit that's not moving anywhere for him. Yeah. And she'll radio in Kelvin captured. All right, now get out of there, okay? Okay, now just, okay, no, just just stay put, okay? We don't, you said engineer might be involved, I don't know, we don't want to take it, just stay put, okay? Don't go anywhere, don't do anything else. Fine with me. Alicia is definitely catching her breath. Alchemy has done as much as she can, and Alicia's catching her breath. So yeah, all of you are very banged up. Bruises, broken, maybe cracked bones here and there. Alicia, uh, Jennifer is bleeding actively. Yeah, I'm holding my side, trying to stop the blood loss. It's what little I know from first aid. I do have first aid supplies. We have established that one. Okay, so I, 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 we'll, we'll cover that next time. But I'll say, just say, as you're disabling the uh, the mech suit, little uh, hologram pops up as as Kelvin sort of tries to wiggle his way out. He just sort of, like, manages to, like, get, like, in, in, within the suit, he manages to, like, get, like, an arm free. Mom wants to talk to you. Hi, Mom. You, you just hear your voice. It, it's basically the engineer voice. Like, they're fully, like, in, you could tell, like, they're probably in the full suit. You can't, it's just audio, though. You have decided that's not our relationship. This is strictly, you are strictly the, the alchemy, and I am the engineer. I understand. Good. After all, you dictated this relationship when you chose to not see us as family. Now, I see you have disabled Kelvin. What will you do now? For the moment, Kelvin is going to be incarcerated. And perhaps we want to suggest rethinking what your current long-term strategies are into ones that are a little bit more pro-social. I see your ignorance of the situation is as complete as ever. There was, a VIP, blame. there was a VIP on that ship, and thanks to you, we will no longer be able to remove them from the board. You have just handed, most likely, a very valuable power multiplier to the architect and to the truth movement. I simply wanted you to be fully aware of the consequences of your actions. That is enough. That is enough. Goodbye. And the and the little audio device just dissolves into like metal bits. Alicia's face is a bit of a mask after all this. She looks the other two and says, "The truth is only given something if they were actually here instead of the city." Yeah, I, I think mean, we just have a VIP to keep in protection. Right, I think so. I mean, we are not working together with the truth. We are standing... The door to the thingy is probably right there. It's probably behind the door. 
well, let's just make sure that people from the city and said the people from the truth are the ones who answer the call. Do we still have time to check on the stuff behind the door now? Yes. I want to do that. I think it's safe for at, we, at least one of us has to stay down here. And at, at, at this point, you sort of hear some. Can uh, I, the wounded one, be the one that stays? <laughs> uh, I wanted to keep Calvin company. We've not been talking for so long. And I know just how much, like, to- Troni has finally learned a little bit of sarcasm. I just know how much he'd love that. Right? Uh... See an expression of pure love. And I think with that, we could end the session there. As you hear, like, someone knocking from the other side of the door. Uh, hello? Can you help us get out? We're kind of stuck in here. The door won't open. Fine, I'm coming. This Katroni thinks they can probably just tear through the seal with a nail. And so, yeah, I'll say we're going to close off as, you know, Tony, you know, helps sort of cut through the last bits of the steel door. It's very hard, though. It's a very thick door. It's, you know, it's supposed to be secure. And you see, how about when you see, you know, several, like a large group of people, like, Civilians like cowering in like a safe room as they sort of look over you. That's like, hi, hi. My name is Catroni, and I'm here to help. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.